Welcome to the Growth Circle Podcast. Discussing topics of personal growth, gathering stories of individuals embarked on the path to success, and most importantly, providing a platform for individuals that want to learn and grow. And now, here are your hosts, Jake Ingledew and John Mitchell. Do you have a property that is in rough condition, has tenant issues, or a project that never got finished? Then you need to contact Homelink Properties. This Springfield, Missouri-based company will give you a fair cash offer on your property, completely as is, the same day you reach out. If you're an investor, Homelink Properties can also put your house in front of hundreds of cash buyers so that you too can quickly sell your property. Give them a call today, 417 217- Two nine five zero seven two three. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Growth Circle Podcast. I'm here to announce my new fill-in co-host, Dane Logan, with me today. Hey, thanks for stepping in with me. Uh, we're super excited about today's guest. Um, we've actually had her on the podcast before, um, and I can't remember what episode it is. I want to say it's like episode number six, but I'll ha- you have to look. But Marion Marks is on today with us. And when we last talked to her, she was at, I think, just a little bit over 1 million in TikTok followers. And now she's almost to 4 million. So we're going to just dive right in it. Uh, Miriam, maybe you can tell us what you got going on and, and how you've been able to grow from 1 million TikTok followers to like almost 4 million. Awesome. Thanks, Jake. And thanks for wanting to visit today. Yeah. So I started a while ago, just like a couple of years ago during the COVID year, and um, I, I've done all kinds of art in my life, and TikTok opened up a whole new style of art where it's entertainment, and I was able to combine my painting skills with music videos, and that totally took off. Um, it has created a whole new visual entertainment um, and a, a marketing industry as well, and so... Um, the growth as, as it's come over the years um, has been able to bring a type of monetization that I never thought was possible. And I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I'm so thankful that I get to continue to be a stay-at-home mom. Um, I have friends all over that they're, <laughs> they're in tears at six or seven weeks after, after having birth because they have to put their child in child care and I would just be heartbroken. So I just feel really grateful where we're at right now to be able to not only be creative and have that outlet, but also to be able to stay at home and and bring an income on my part. So that's awesome. Let's talk about like briefly, like what do you feel like are some of the top things that helped you to grow so quickly? Well, first of all, how long have you been doing the TikTok now? I've only been doing it for like two and a half years. Okay. Two and a half years. So not very long at all. That's what I thought. Um, Yeah. And so, and you're at almost 4 million uh, followers on TikTok, just TikTok alone. We're not even talking about right. Instagram and YouTube and all the other right. platforms. Um, how have you been able to scale that so quickly and gain such a huge following? I think one of the, the biggest factors is being authentic. And I think a lot of influencers forget that um, you wouldn't be a known influencer without the followers. So like you're kind of in it together, together you're growing together. Um, and so that was the first thing I did. I was just very authentic with, um, everyone following me. I wanted, I wanted to connect. I wanted to 
bring content that they enjoyed. And so I'd get feedback constantly and I'd respond to comments and I'm very engaged. People often said like, wow, you're so easy to reach. We're easy to talk. You're easy to talk to, um, even though you have this many followers. And so I think that really um, keeps like keeps the followers. It sustains it. You don't get people like disinterested in you. Um, they're invested in, in who you are. Um, and then like just understanding the app. And so understanding different platforms and how to grow on there really helped my content grow. And so I, I started doing work. I started doing research. It wasn't just winging it anymore. You have to put in work and you have to cultivate it and you have to grow it. Um, and that's where people say, do what you love because it's always going to be work, but at least you love it. And so um, I started researching just on, we'll just talk about the TikTok platform. That is where I learned that there's trends, there's hashtags, there's trending music, there's different themes. And so I would take my art and I would put it in a category that uh, matched and that was trending. And that is what would make videos blow up. So I have a quick question, Miriam. Yes. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, it's, it's fascinating to two questions, actually. One, when you hit a million, were you just geeking out how quickly that erupted and just that, how fast it scaled up and all of a sudden you have a million people watching what you're creating? That was, it was insane. Like my thought process on it all was just like, what have I gotten into? <laughs> <laughs> like people know my name. Okay. So I started learning. I need to have some security. I need to not like be so open to where people can just find out where I live, where I work, who my right. family is. Some influencers share you're, you're all the popular. Right? Like you're yeah. famous. Famous. <laughs> And then, then it's like, what do you do with that? So the whole purpose of my painting is to bring joy and laughter. And especially during that COVID year, people were so depressed mm -hmm. and I just really wanted to, to, you know, lighten the load of, of everybody's life. They can just come home and laugh at a video. Then I did my job, you know? Yeah. Well, without a doubt. And I guess like the second question I have is a million is crazy. Awesome. When you start hitting 4 million, 5 million, and, and more than that, does your audience start to take on a life of its own and have its own demands of what you're putting out, what you're creating? How has that experience been? Totally. It's been really interesting because you'll get a majority of followers that are just following because they saw a video of you, they liked you, they see that you do something and they click follow and that's it. And then they move on with their life. And then you get like, super fans like people who are just they watch every day they figure out your schedule they're just ready to see the next content wow. and those are the ones you really connect with and it's really fun because um you'll get suggestions like one week like hey can you please do this can you do this like the amber heard and johnny depp they wanted to see that that like <laughs> whole trial and i was like okay well i can do a video of that yeah i saw that it was funny it was so, so funny so so then you and then the next week like I come out with a video and they're like oh my gosh you totally did it. that's so cool you heard us and they, so they feel heard and they feel like they can connect because social media is tricky like that you're you're disconnected but you're connected mm -hmm. and so the more like walls you can break down with that I feel like the better um because then people can can feel joy you know so it totally takes on a life of its own there's had to be there's been some learning experiences for sure along the way um, especially right when that growth was happening, I was unaware of certain things that are okay and not okay, um, in our social 
um, standards um, and that my videos have the ability to be um, interpreted incorrectly. <laughs> and so I had to learn real quickly that um, I have to think before I post, how is this going to be interpreted looking through different perspectives? Right. And if it's safe on all levels, then I post it. Okay. And that is really hard to do because as an artist, you feel so frustrated because you just want to create from your sure. heart. Sure. And my intentions were always good. And, and to have people's feelings hurt over certain videos was like so heartbreaking for me. So um, it took some, some soul searching and, and some redirection there. And, and then, and now I just, I just asked my closest family members, especially my brother, who's very involved on social media. He's like, he tells me like, the stamp of approval yeah you're safe to post that or no <laughs> your brother's like your fail safe that, that's totally. awesome he's like have i you, wish you would have asked me sooner <laughs> right well have you had to blacklist any subscribers or fans just because they absolutely. were being inappropriate stepping over the line absolutely they're the amount of bullying online is insane and i have a huge support group like a whole support system around me and like i know who i am i know my values i know where i stand like if this all went away tomorrow it's not the end of the world but the amount of bullying that comes through and if it all comes at once i felt so alone and i can see why suicide happens because if it's just some kid in his room receiving these comments it's insane and so there's a part of me that like wants to fight back and stand up against that and all you do is create more fuel for the bullies by creating more words and then they use those words against you yeah so the only way to do it is to block them you just have to block out the haters the crazy thing about like the haters right the the people that you know target you and, and you know say mean things or negative things or whatever what's crazy about them they also help you like you like thank you haters because now i'm right. getting more comments i'm getting more traction and it's just yep. it's crazy they're actually help fuel you so that's kind of it's just it's, kind of funny it's so true and there's a balance with that like you can have the right amount of haters to make a video trend but then you can have too much that your account is getting reported ah. and you have to fight to like save your account and so there's that fine line like you want to create enough controversy that it's good but if it's too much, then you get people trying to cancel you. And it, it happens all the time to creators and it, it could happen tomorrow. Like it's insane. So now how, like, how often are you posting and are, do you have like systems in place where now people are maybe like you've reached out to a virtual assistant and they're maybe doing some of the commenting for you or doing some of the editing for you? Or are you still doing everything? What does that I would look like? That. I would love to have a manager. I do not have a manager yet. I am the manager still, um, but I do have a schedule in place now that I'm, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Um, I post one video in the morning, one video in the evening, and that that keeps the algorithm happy. Um, do film new content every week, um, and I plan out the videos what I'm going to release each day for the week. That keeps it alive, so there's not a big lag. So let me um, pause you there for a second. So just so I'm understanding, so you plan yeah. out your whole week, like what you're going to do for that week, like at one yeah. day, and then seven days later, like you've already got it all planned out. Yes. Yeah. And then so I'll sit down. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'll just sit down and we'll go through the music that is trending that week, and then maybe some movies came out, like Jurassic World or or Top Gun. Um, and then my husband and I will will make a plan of of different characters to paint to what songs, and then I film it and I release it slowly throughout the week. 
Gotcha. And you're, and I think you used to, you told me before, like on our previous episode that we did like forever ago, it feels like, um, you used to batch stuff, right? You do a multiple film sessions in one day. However, mm-hmm. uh, you're you still doing that, that method. I want to. So I, I sort of am still doing that method. It just, it takes a lot longer per character now because I'm posting original content on all, all four platforms. So I, I'm, I'm keeping each video separate. I'm not just removing watermarks and posting it on, on the next platform. Oh, so you're not resurfacing the content. Correct. And some I do, but for the most part, I want, if someone's going to be on YouTube, they're going to get the YouTube content. You know, if someone's going to be on Instagram, they're going to get Instagram content. I want them to have a reason to follow other than like, well, I'll just follow TikTok if that's where all her videos are, you know? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, um, so now you're up to about 4 million. Do you like, do you have a vision of where you're wanting to go with this and like, yeah. goals you're trying to accomplish? Yes. So this is where I'm getting really excited. I'm actually in the process of filming my first cartoon series that's going to be on YouTube. And I'm so excited for this. It's going to get better as you go, just like anything. So I have to get out of the perfectionistic mindset and just go for it. Um, But it's going to be the first ever cartoon series that's just characters are painted on my face. And so it's a concept that's never seen before. And the series is called The Fun Bunch. And it's about a misunderstood teenager that's forced to leave, live his city, leave his city life. He's only 17, so he can't live, live um, in the city anymore. And he has to go live at his aunt and uncle's farm um, and get along with all the goofy animals. And he is not happy about it. And his mom is currently in prison for <laughs> committing some sort of fraudulent behavior selling on a multi-level. And he has no idea who his dad is. And so there's some underlying story that's gonna go on with all of that. <laughs> Oh, I love it. You also too, don't you have a, your own like filter now too on TikTok? Yes. Yes. So we have the ability to make filters now, which is so cool. My team, I have, I have a team that has formed um, as we've uh, started to make this cartoon series as well as um, the NFT campaign. And so my team has been incredible with filling in where I lack. I am not the best at technology, believe it or not. And so all those editing skills and, and the marketing skills, I'm, I'm thankful I have some, some friends in my corner to help with those things at least. That's awesome. I wanna dive into the NFTs in just a, a second, but how did like, how did some of that monetization come? Like, did it, did they just approach you? Did you reach out to other people? How did you kind of figure out how to start monetizing? Because actually, matter of fact, Dan and I were just talking about, I was like, well, how do you monetize TikTok, for example? Right. So TikTok, there's, there's a few ways to monetize. Um, they have a, they have a program where you can like, submit your videos and get paid off views, but then it slows your views. So it, they control that a little bit. And so it, if you want your content to be seen, that's not really a great way to, to monetize. The best way is to reach out to brands that you love, first of all, and, and see if they, they need any content made for them. And it's been really fun to connect with different people that they're like, why are you reaching out to me? You just do face paint. And I said, oh, just you wait. Like, this is a satisfying, captivating type of art. I can monitor, I can bring your product to life with my face paint. And so I'll send them an example or just a screenplay plan. And then they say, go for it. And it gets views and they get sales. And they're like, who would have never thought that just (laughs) art 
could yeah. bring this. So it's it's a lot more broad than than just you know skincare. Um, I've had the the opportunity to make videos for A and W root beer, for uh -huh. Nugs chicken nuggets, the Indianapolis Colts uh, mascot. I just made a Kelly Clarkson video. They reached out to me, and so as you get more known, you get marketing companies reaching out to you because they're working on you know, bringing out a new song or a new product or a new food or a new candy. And they want to reach as many types of audiences as possible. Wow. So I guess something in my mind is now that you're becoming more monetized and this becomes something more quote unquote serious, do you feel like the pressure's on now that there's money and expectation behind it? And has it ever made you like less creative at times because you're, you're pushing <laughs> harder than it just flowing naturally? Totally. So that, so it's a catch 22. Um, I think it is connected to how tired I am on some days, obviously, because some days kids require way more energy than others. <laughs> so that I feel like affects my creativity more than the pressure of needing to perform. I've always been someone that really likes to be given some sort of an assignment and a deadline and like forced to create. Mm -hmm. It like really helps structure me because I am so like my talents are not in like time management and structure like at all. And so some of my best work has come because someone said, Hey, you got to create this within these types of parameters by this time. And I would have never like spent that much time on a character if I hadn't been paid for it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so then it, then it brings new ideas to life after that. Like, Oh man, I can really push push myself more just in my my leisurely time um, and then I give myself breaks where I'm just like relaxing and and just painting something fun on a live and making some videos with it just to keep it authentic and to still enjoy the craft you know yeah that's awesome you need, you need to get a deal with uh Disney and start doing some like Star Wars stuff totally. too <laughs> totally that that's, awesome. game, that's game changing <laughs> game changing for sure yeah I'm, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen that and maybe this cartoon series will get picked up by somebody they'll want to have it on their platform and and we'll go further with that um the characters from this cartoon series there's the four main characters in it are what my nft campaign is going to yeah, be so it's as the, yeah yeah as it gets more popular um that creates more value on on images so I'll just overview like NFTs really quick. Um, there's tons you can dive into, but just for the listeners who are thinking about investing and want to get into it, it's becoming more and more accessible to the average person to be able to, to invest before it used to be a very like cryptic type of investment. And now it's as easy as setting up, you know, your, your Coinbase wallet, or even just a credit card to be able to purchase NFTs. So NFT stands for non-fungible token. Non-fungible is something that um, cannot be replicated. It is an original artwork like the Mona Lisa. Token is basically um, a code word for being stored on the blockchain. And the blockchain is like a giant computer somewhere that has your name that says so-and-so owns this piece of original artwork. And, and so they're able to do all kinds of things with NFTs. There's people over in different parts of the country digging up fossils and they take a picture of that moment they found the fossil and they create it as an NFT so that nobody can steal or say that they found the fossil. Like it was stamped as approval at this time. So it's a great way to track um, credibility and authenticity. Mm -hmm. um, 
So the cool thing is there's a whole market with, with NFTs. Um, you can buy and sell and trade NFTs, kind of like Pokemon cards. And it, when it started out, it used to just be like popularity of images. So let's say Snoop Dogg comes out with a few images that he took on his boat trip and he puts them up as NFTs and then people are bidding on them and trying to purchase them and then holding on and waiting for his next concert. And when his concert launches and he gets more popular then they sell it because it's worth more. So that people are using it as an investment. Um, other people are, are purchasing just to have them. Like they want to be able to say, I own this piece of artwork and that's super cool. The cool thing with NFTs is it's starting to branch out and create actual utilities and utilities are physical benefits you can use in the world. It's not just owning the image, but with that image comes like a stamp on your hand. You get to get into this cool club. You can have access to coffee for life from this coffee shop or um you get three nights at a restaurant for free in new, new york city you know so there's these types of utilities that are attached to images and it's it's incredible because people can decide to use those utilities or they can hold on to them as value goes up and sell it for more later so there's been people that have turned around i mean they, they bought an NFT for four grand and then in a year sold it for a million. That's crazy. It's insane. Gary V is a huge proponent of NFTs. And, and a guy I used to follow, um, Her QB Harrison, I believe his name. Mm -hmm. These were some like the early pioneers of the whole yes. NFT uh, game. It's evolved so much, but you can also say an hour of Gary's time, you can buy an NFT that gives you an hour of his time. If he, he can sell it in blocks. So you can yes. use it for a million different things. That's Pretty crazy. cool. And Gary has so many, so many resources to give. And that's what makes his, his NFT so valuable. He's not an artist, <laughs> but he has utilities and he has resources. And that's what's so cool is because his knowledge is power. And he's actually one of the, the main people that inspired me to even go for this. Um, I, I originally was like, no, I can just sell my art, you know, on a website like a normal person. <laughs> but he, he opened, you know, my eyes to the possibilities of it can be this journey through growth. So that's so cool that you've pivoted because I actually remember when we first were talking um, on our earlier episode, which people should go back and listen to. I can't, like I said, I think it's like one of the first 10 episodes we did. Um, but you were talking about just like selling, like, like just selling your art, getting it on a website or something like that. And uh, it's just crazy how much you've pivoted and how much you've evolved since then. And I feel like you're even your mindset on like growth potentials grown so much since we last talked. Totally. And that, and that just comes with like, really buckling down deciding is this what I want to do and if I want to do this you have to grow and you have to evolve and this is this is kind of goes hand in hand with my vision of you know becoming a writer and creator of my own cartoon series and having original artwork that I sell there's just a different way to sell it yeah so I'm so excited for that thank you yeah, that's awesome I'm glad you said that because I literally was just talking the other day with one of my friends and um She's super knowledgeable at like uh, farming and gardening and anything like self canning, anything like self-reliant kind of like that. And I said, why don't like in her, I said, I asked her, I said, what's your dream job? And she said, well, to teach this stuff. And, and she was thinking about like getting people together. So I was like, then get on TikTok, 
because then you have such a huge audience. Teach it to them. And so I finally <laughs> convinced her to start TikTok, and she started it yesterday. Did her first video yesterday, and so uh, I'll follow awesome. up with her on um, on Sunday. But she's supposed to do a video a day um, till we meet on Sunday. So it'll be kind of exciting to see how that goes for her. That is so exciting. And as she gets a following, she can start to create a platform where people subscribe and pay like a dollar a month to get longer videos. And she can just be a teacher of farming. That's so cool. Yeah. So it, what would you give some, somebody advice if they're like, Hey man, I like we're, we, um, we've got Instagram going, we've got YouTube going, but we're not getting a lot of traction. Um, what are some tactics they should do? How, how can they scale and monetize, um, those platforms? Well, first and foremost, like connect with, with everybody you can. So if you, if there's people that you like to follow for a certain reason, especially if it's in the category of what you're trying to do, let's say it's health and fitness and try and connect with them. And maybe you reach out to a hundred of them and like three, get back to you. And those three, like, be in contact with them, you know, maybe they'll, they'll do a shout out for you and, and help make a video and, and get you more followers from their page over. Right. Um, and then also just mimicry, like it's okay to, to learn from the best. It's okay to create uh, from what you think someone else is doing. Right. Um, just follow that structure and start doing it in your own way. And you'll start to realize you have something to say that's original and unique because we are all created original and unique. That's why you can see so many different fitness pages that are somewhat different. You know, there's something different to learn on there. Um, and then, then, being smart, like you can get emails from Instagram or TikTok that talk about different trends, different sounds that are trending, um, hashtags, just putting hashtags in there that are high follower count, but not too many, like five or six. So there's different tips and tricks that will help you grow faster. And then consistency. The app wants you to be on it. The app wants you to be seen. And so the more you post, the more it will bring you followers and let you be seen. Yeah. And I think there's a threshold too, because I just reached 16,000 followers on Instagram and I only had like 2000 for the longest time. So once you like get over a certain hump, I think it was like 10, 10,000. Then I was like, Oh, now we're getting people rolling in. It's really interesting. So there's something, there's something with the numbers and the math, but I'm not sure on that side of things. Yeah. That's interesting. So yeah. you, you feel like now you're playing a lot of your content is playing towards like the algorithm and like what, uh, your audience's demands are instead of like what you want to do, or do you feel like there's still a little bit of both? So I feel like I've been able to compartmentalize like what I want to do and then be able to morph that into what is demanded at the time and what is popular at the time. There's definitely trends and stuff that I completely stay away from and stay out of because it doesn't pertain to me and I have nothing to say there. Nothing good is going to come of it. Um, so I, I will focus on that. And then I'll also just create what I feel like is fun for me and what I want to see. Um, and I feel like that's what keeps it, you know, more interesting, but right now, like my goal has been to get the word out about this NFT campaign and the launch is July 26th. And so there's a lot of my content that is geared towards getting the word out about that, but also keeping a balance to not make people feel like, they're so drained and seeing the same thing every day. So I've had to get really creative with the goat filter, different goat face paintings, different yeah. sounds or songs that are talking about 
you know, NFTs or whatever. It's not just an informative video every day, like, hey, just so you guys know, you can invest, you know, it's, it's more lighthearted. And, it, and if people want to learn more about it, then they can come on over to my discord. And the discord is where we talk about it more in depth. And people who are following on there are ready to learn about it and, and ready to invest and, and want to not just invest to earn money, but they want to invest in my artwork. And so they're on there and, and I give away art and I give away prizes and all kinds of raffles. And it's super, it's a super fun community. So that's over on fungiblebunch.com. And then people can click join the discord. And in the discord, that's where I'm doing the giveaways all throughout this whole summer. So you're doing so many platforms. Uh, so you're doing TikTok, you're doing YouTube, you're doing Instagram, you're doing discords. Uh, what else are you doing? Um, so we got YouTube, let's see. So we got TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Likey is another app that, um, I think it's India based. I'm not sure where it was made, but it's just, it's, it's similar. It's just content. Um, it, a lot of little kids are on there. It's more like lighthearted, I would say. Um, and then I'll, I have my own private Facebook and my own Facebook art page that I post on. Um, and then, like I said, discord. Um, Discord is, is mainly geared towards giving away free art and educating about NFTs. And that is where people will be able to go to purchase them because there's going to be copycats everywhere. You can't just go on OpenSea and be like, oh, it says Mary Mark. So I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to buy that. I'm like, that's not, we haven't launched yet. Like, that's not me. <laughs> you got to go to my, my Discord and I'll have all the links available that so you you don't buy the wrong nft just because you see an image you know so there's ways to go about it that's awesome um we, we're gonna wrap up here but before we do is there anything that you would like to uh tell our listeners or our audience um before i go into just a couple more questions yeah absolutely there's just a, a little bit more i just wanted to go into about the campaign just so people knew um and it's super simple the way i've structured it is it's based off of the four main characters and this first campaign is the goat and and people will learn about the goat as they watch the cartoon his name is frederick and he's a very important critical character to the series um but as people purchase the nfts their their reveals are they are available like they can uncover them or not uncover them so it's it's kind of a surprise on what you're going to get and you can choose to uncover it when you purchase it or you can keep it covered and sell it later like to be revealed and the reason for that is because there are legendary images in there and legendary images come with something more so within the series uh, the legendary images come with a custom video created by me. And like I said earlier, I've done all kinds of brand deals so far and they vary in anywhere between $750 to some five grand. Um, and so that is worth a lot. So if they choose to not use the custom video with, with their image, then they can resell that later for more. And as popularity goes up and as Ethereum goes up, um, that all creates more value. And then 10% of, of our profits off each campaign that we do is going to be 10% to charity. Um, and this first charity is Heifer. And, and they have, they, their concept is rather than give a man a fish, feed him for a day, they want to teach a man to fish, feed him for a lifetime. They're trying to sustain families throughout the year. And so they're, they're teaching them how to 
you know, farm and give them livestock to live off of. And one of the, the livestock is goats. So I That's thought awesome. that was very fitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, super excited. The, the other thing that um, I'm offering with, with my images is if, if you, if, if you feel like purchasing multiple, like let's say you want to get 30 of them, then you can turn around and use those images and I will give you copyright and licensing for them. So if you wanted to make a t-shirt business off of them or a mug business or whatever, because you like the artwork, like that will be yours. And so that's wow. very valuable as well. It no longer is Mary Marks. It's- I see it's a business opportunity for you an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Seriously, selling selling uh, Mary Marks merch uh, when she's got four million <laughs> followers, just get some of her art exactly, and uh, start yep. selling it, man. Well, and one thing I wanted to point out, Graham, is you've really taken your art form and you've coupled that with you learning how to be a business owner and an entrepreneur, right? So, like a lot of creatives, um, that's not an easy gap to to you know make the transition. So, I really applaud you for saying, "Hey, how do I?" Take this incredible opportunity, monetize it, build a brand, connect on all these platforms. And you were really kind of living the American dream, which is what the Growth Circle podcast is about. It's something great happened to you. And then you did your part to learn and to grow and to research and to become this really kind of smart and engaging businesswoman. It's really cool. Thank you so much. I'm I'm just such a firm believer in doors will open in your life, but if you don't take them, then they just pass you by. Like you have to cultivate it. You have to grow just like the growth circle podcast. You have to do, you have to put in the work and, mm -hmm. and sometimes you fall down during it all, but, the, but you just got to get back up and you got to revisit it and you got to replan. And, and I feel like that's more enjoyable than going to a nine to five job personally. There's some nights that are very exhausting. No very doubt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just better. You can just do more. It, the time will be worth it a lot more. And later you can do a lot more with your money. As I've learned on your podcast, you can, you can do things with your money, not just have it sitting there, like yeah. Yeah. create movement. Yeah. That's so awesome. thank you. It's so awesome to see your growth and where you've gone. Cause even when you first were on our podcast, it was like, holy cow, you're killing it. You've got over a million followers. And uh, it just, it, it was kind of like, well, what do I do with it? And then now it's just like, you're, you're taking off, you're doing it. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome thank you. I, I think it's uh, also inspiring to other people. Thank you so much. And, and that's been my biggest goal is like, I don't really find a lot of joy in just, Hey, look at me, look at my art and what I can do that's cool. I want people to be able to take that with them in some small way. So even if it's just, you know, it brings them joy and that's something they look forward to the end of the day after their long, hard work day, then that's awesome. That's why I've created the NFT route is I want people to be able to monetize off my art as well. I want them to be able to do something with it, you know, and, and have an easier route to go about it. And that's why if you're not even in crypto, we are creating a gateway company right now that you can just purchase with a visa uh, credit card and, and they will do the, the work for you, converting it to different cryptocurrencies. And it's, it's just so much more simple than it used to be. And I'm just so excited to be able to, to dip my toe into that and to, to bless other people's lives with that, because who knows, like there, there could be people that I don't even know that will become millionaires off of my art. And I just yeah. think that's the coolest thing, you know, cause there's plenty to go around. There really is. That, that's what I, I, I love about you is just the um, 
authenticity uh, of who you are and like you're just real like and I know you personally and like I I knew you before you even had a TikTok (laughs) and I see you now at four million followers on your TikTok and you're still the same person the, the person that had a good heart that is just trying to add value to other people's lives and I think that's part of the reason why you're so successful thank you thank you so much and something that stands out to me is you're paving the way for future generations to build digital businesses on social media platforms which is 100 the future of of what people are trying to do well and you're like pioneering that process with as an artist and so i think you'll get to a stage where people will ask you to teach them and mentor them in their journey because of everything you've learned and the hard work you put in which is I think the best feeling is to give back, right? And I think you're getting there pretty quick, so. And that is the whole like purpose of it all, really. And I would be so honored if if people don't have to reinvent the the wheel, that would be great. Cause it's a, it's a tough process. And if, if I go through all of this and I have the knowledge now to share, I will gladly share it because us artists got to stick together, you know, (laughs) there's so much beautiful art to be shared with the world. And and it just, I don't want it to go to waste. Like that has value, you know, and, and it kind of went away for a while. We're not going to auctions and be like, Hmm, I'd like to purchase that and hang that on my wall. It's like, our generation isn't doing that. We're just like, yeah, it's a cool image. I'll pay five bucks for it. You know, it's, it's creating more value again with the time and the work and the talent that is going into all this different art. And I just think that's the coolest thing. That's awesome. Yeah. I love what, what you got going on. Uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. We, we might have to check in maybe a year from now, maybe you'll be at uh, 10 million. Who knows? Yeah, who um, knows? We'll see. But it, it's awesome what you got going on and we appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for having me on here. I truly like, love your podcast and I think it's it's definitely going places and it's already helped me I, I listened to your housing one the other day I'm like oh we want to get into that like for sure you know be able to purchase a house without hardly spending any money out of your own pocket it just uh, would be yeah. awesome call, so, call anytime yes <laughs> I'm like you guys are doing it <laughs> thank you so much and just let your followers know to go to fun, fungiblebunch.com and join the discord and they can get free prizes or get free art or just learn about NFTs. The launch is July 26th and that's when it's going live. And so it might be going fast. So if people want to get in, they got to get in now. Thank you for listening to the Growth Circle podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, connect with Jake and John on Instagram at Jake Engledew and at John underscore the underscore builder. Until next time.